Hello and welcome to Coffee in the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. I'm your host, Craig Wells. You know, I want to take you on a journey this morning into love. Just, just, just for a moment, if you could just try to get the synergy of your energy of the utmost of your consciousness inside of you to center on love. Now, in all reality, that is the completeness of centering on Yahweh. And I would love to say Yahweh and his love for you, but I don't want to discuss his love for you yet because I just want to discuss love because Yahweh is love. You have to understand the attribute of love for Yahweh isn't that he loves. The attribute of love for Yahweh is that he is. And you know, when he brings his children to the banqueting table through the blood covenant of Yeshua Christ, and he opens up the windows of heaven, he opens up the rims of heaven, and he says, come and eat and drink and thank and receive of me. That's his love. When he tells you he sends a man like myself, some Cajun Creole, broken Hebrew, <laughs> spoken, makeup words, man that I am. And he says, listen to these keys, listen to these secrets, listen to these mysteries. That's his love. I have no propaganda of myself for in myself. I am nothing but in him. I am everything. And because I am everything in him, therefore, I know the greatness of who I am. For I came out of him. And that should be your course as well. Because of his love. Because he is love. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, Love never fails, and it goes on and on and on with all kind of explanations. But I just want to talk about this part that love never fails. Now, I want to look at God, a part of the love that never fails, because he's the ultimate example. Because he is love, therefore he cannot even fail love, though he is love. <clears throat> so there's not, again, a choice of love for him. There's not a action of love for him. There's not a mistake against love for him, for he is love. So let's take that into the humanality of mankind and where we're fallible and we are infinitely messy. <laughs> Our love is so infinitely messy that we can take that which we even have love and mess it up. But see, God is love. Therefore, he can never mess it up. We all have conditions. You know, I've been talking uh, with a great friend of mine about unconditional love as I've been engaging unconditional love in my life and what it truly means. And, you know, we really think we have unconditionally love. And, you know, when I look at my children, I have three children, Jeremy, Jennifer, and Ashley, 12 grandkids and growing and so many spiritual sons and daughters around the world that I love. And I believe I have unconditional love. I have a church that I'm the apostle over and that I pastor. And that I believe I have unconditional love. But I'm telling you, I'm learning so many new things over the last eight years of my life about unconditional love. Unconditional love is having God kind of love. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever should Believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send the love God, the love son, to the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So it wasn't in his action and it wasn't in his actually doing, but it was that he is love. See, that kind of love is the kind of love you say, I will die to my opinions for you. I will die to what I want to you. I will die 
to my personality for you. I will die to my being to you. And now the new age movement and <clears throat> the new world movement will be like, no, we're two individuals. You know, we, you, you just better accept me who I am. And this is who I am. And that's who I am. And those relationships work great. But I think there's a 50% divorce rate in America. And if you go into relationship rate, there's probably over 80% or 90% of people or more that's been in relationships and broken off those relationships and even married spiritually because they sexually got intimate and then they broke it off. So that, that no, that kind of love is, is the love that's conditional. But Yahweh's been speaking to me about his unconditional love and saying, son, you are one tribe, house of love. I want you to learn how to walk in unconditional love. You know, um, I've ministered to so many people that's been through so many things in their life whether they're dysfunctional in their family or they're dysfunctional in their job or they're dysfunctional with their friends or, and basically it's because we don't know how to unconditional love because with love so far, what I have found in my life, in myself and in others, there's still a line somewhere. Oh, I'll love him, but if he cheats on me, I'm leaving him. I'll love him, but if he does this, I'm leaving him. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not ignorant. If someone's beating you, you better get on out of there. You don't know, ever let no one touch you. I would never put up with that. I understand. You can't be ignorant. But I'm talking about the heart condition of unconditional love. Oh, well, you know, if they abuse the money, you know, uh, they don't give me my money. They don't give me this. Or sometimes it's the simple things. Uh, they didn't talk to me properly. They didn't know how the right words to say. Or, I mean, there's a gazillion things. And this is something I was engaging with. And the Lord showed me. He said, you know, when you have a line in the sand somewhere in your love toward anyone, wife, spouse, children, we think we have unconditional love with your children. Well, wait till they're teenagers and you're thinking when they're going to move out your unconditional love just shifted <laughs> and it's natural people go through this but i found out and you don't have unconditional love and there's the slightest condition on it it will take that line that's on that serious serious thing and everyone would agree with you they would say surely if this was done if that was done, yes, yes, all oh, those people lie to you. Those people are not trustworthy. Oh, they manipulate the truth. Oh, whatever, whatever. They don't tell you everything. They keep secrets. And those are things I can't stand. I'm definitely into the truth. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> excuse me. But if there's that line somewhere, even on the deep, deep, deep things, it will move to a lesser infraction. Now, this isn't just husband and wife. This is in your church. This is with your friends. This is with your pastor. This is with your employees. This is with your children. This is with those that employ you. This is everywhere in life. And, and then when it moves to that infraction, then a little bit longer in time, if you're still even in relationship, it will move to something less. And then it will move to something less. And, and then so on and get to the point where now almost every little thing bothers you. Why? Because your love has become so conditional. You can't even know the love that you had at one time. And that's how people wind up losing jobs or leaving companies, leaving spouses, getting rid of children, breaking friendship relationships. Because we don't and we've not yet learned how to sit in unconditional love. And I was ministering with a pastor today. It was an awful, awesome, awesome experience. And Yahweh was using me to share some truths with him. And as I was sharing these truths, I was talking about 
what the scripture says about no greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. And I remember Yahweh showed me this in a service. And it's so easy for us to be in judgment or in alignment or even religious wisdom, right? Oh, well, brother, they shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong. Or, oh, look at them. That's wrong. Or that lifestyle is wrong. Or this is wrong. Or that's a wrong. Or blah, 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 blah. And you're all right. You're 100% right. It's against the scripture. And the scripture accuses them because definitely you're going to use the scripture to accuse them. And I remember it like it was yesterday and uh, seeing someone in fault and clearly a sinful lifestyle that I would have nothing to do with. And Yahweh was like, go overshadow that person. Go overshadow that person. I'm like, what, Lord? He said, go overshadow that person. Now, I want you to be Jesus. Well, Lord, what do you mean? I, I don't know that person. And they're in grave sin. He said, no, 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 they're not. You're in grave sin now. I said, what? He says, I want you to be like Jesus. I'm like, okay, Father, what does this mean? You want me to be like Jesus? He said, I want you to carry their sin on your back. Will you do that for me? No greater love than this than a man laid down his life for his friends. <clears throat> and Jesus said, you all are my friends. That's saint and sinner. You know that. That's righteous and wicked. He said, now begin to take it upon you and bad on you through the blood covenant of Yeshua that it can be free and delivered. That's laying down your life for someone, not walking up to them and tell them how wrong they are or trying to show them the light. No, go bear because you don't know what caused them to go that way. You don't know what caused them to make that silly decision. You don't know what abuse or insecurity, or inferiority complex or whatever's in their life that made them make those wrong judgments. But I do, and I still love them. Will you bear them with me, my son? The word clearly says whoever sins you remit or are remitted and whichever ones you omit, omitted. So are you going to omit a sins? Are you going to cover it? And I just begin to weep. Passionately just weep in my spirit over the soul and begin to step in the man's place. It moves me even now and take upon all that his unrighteousness is that I may carry it to the cross, that I may carry it to the blood, that it will be forgiven, that will open a gateway of deliverance and a gateway of freedom and a gateway of life. This is unconditional love. When someone fails you beyond belief and you still say, I believe in you. When someone walks away from you and you say, I'll still care. I still want you to go to destiny. When someone abuses you and you say, your soul is in God's hand, but not out of judgment, but your soul's in God's hand because I place you there because I find my father's love is going to find you. There's certain circumstances you just can't stay in. You can't go be around. God's not an idiot, nor does he want you to be an idiot. But that doesn't mean your spirit, man, can't. Nothing can harm your spirit, man. The word clearly says that they'll know us by our love. Jesus says in John chapter 17 that I am in you and you in me and the Father's in you, that we may be one, that they may all know us by our love. And that the same love that's inside of me from the Father is the same love I bequeath to you. So therefore, the same love the Father has for me is on you. The same glory that the Father put on me, being Yeshua the Christ, is now on you. Therefore, I abide you into my glory. Come and love. 
be love. I just want you to ponder these things today. Because this is how you go into the up here. Because you're going to get right next to the expression of catality of love. Yahweh, the most high God. And that is the gateway to all realms of the kingdom. Through Jesus Christ. By Holy Spirit. His love. For he loves you and so do I. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. Shalom.